Hi, Internet. Hello, Internet. How are you? Welcome to a special uh, Canadian Thanksgiving episode of Outrage Factory, the Internet's foremost outrage assessment podcast. Slash 20th episode. It is. We made it. You want to make a crack about where... We can, our podcast can well, get actually, drunk or have sex with people. 20 is kind of no man's land because Alberta's 18, BC's 19, and the states are 21. So there's no real place that 20 marks anything, there's really. No, yeah, there's no milestone for 20, I guess. Which is weird because you figure it's just a nice round number. You'd want to be able to do stuff at 20 instead of 21. 20-year-olds, 20 or I guess 19-year-olds, you have nothing to look forward to yeah. for your next birthday. There's 21's nothing. so arbitrary. Where'd they come up with that number anyway? I don't know. If we like, research things, we could probably find it out. Yeah, they're but, like, hey, how about in your second or third year of college, you can drink? Like 18 and 19, yeah, like, okay, now that you're done high school, you can drink. That makes sense. Does it make sense? Yes. Does it make sense that you can go into yes. college already uh, with a heavily developed uh, sense of alcoholism? Yeah. Yeah, it does. I think... If you're going to have alcoholism, the best place to have it is college. That's true. It's probably yeah. definitely more justified. And what's the worst thing you're going to fuck up? Like your $80,000 education. Yeah. Really? <laughs> your student loans are going to mean nothing. Certainly no one's still paying the price for that. Yeah. Uh, uh. <laughs> so pretty awful week. Uh, as we know, last – was that last – was that Sunday. just last weekend? The Vegas? Fuck yeah. Yeah. Uh, most deadly mass shooting in American history. Uh, Which, I'm going to sound like pretty bad here, but... I'm yeah, s- if you have to lead off the statement with well, I'm that. Surpri- are they counting as the worst shooting because of how many people were injured? Because I feel like there would have been a shooting where more people were killed than just 50. Like, no, even... Uh, that's high and terrible, and like internationally even it's really high, but I just... For how much we talk about gun violence in the States, you figure they would have hit 50 already. Uh, Pulse Nightclub. Where's that? Was the second. So that was the gay nightclub shooting in uh, Orlando. Oh, yeah. Uh, Two years ago. Or last year, I guess. Uh, And that was 49. And that was the second most deadly. And then the Virginia Tech massacre was only 38. Only 30. Like, I love yeah. how we've actually gotten to a point where we're like, oh, only 38 people died since. Well, it's, it's not that shooting. it's not that it's only, I guess, relatively, like, if you converted it to Canadian deaths, that'd be like five people died. Yeah. Because <laughs> there's 10 times the amount of people in the States, almost exactly. Like, there's, what, 33 million in Canada and 38 or 380 million in the States, give or take. So... Like, we talk about how bad the states are and how much they kill people, but there's just so many people there. That's true. You just, So you divide it by a factor of 10, I guess, and that yeah. would be how you get your Canadian Equivalent. That would be like if people went to, like, if there was 2,000 people at a Canadian country music show and five people died. Which would be, like, that would be fucking bonkers for Canada, man. Like, yeah. That would be the worst. Uh, we saw there was a... a uh, a terrorist attack. I'm using quote. It, it was wait, a terrorist wait, wait. attack. Let's not move on yet. Let's still talk about this Vegas. No, thing. but I'm like oh, con- okay. contrasting oh, okay, it yeah, to. Yeah. So there, there was oh, a terrorist attack I in see, Canada like, in which 
no one died. Yeah. Uh, and it's dominated the airwaves in Canada for the entire week. Whereas in Vegas, like this Vegas. So I think back to Columbine, which was kind of like the opening salvo of yeah. uh, the gun wars in America, uh, at least in my lifetime. And that was something like you like fucking months out. It was still like all news networks yeah. were talking about. And now this is like. Uh, a maniac opens fire on a country music festival with uh, automatic weapons, kills 50 people, injures hundreds of people, and we've already kind of moved past it. I would I would definitely feel comfortable making jokes about the Vegas shooting uh, at this point and, and be fairly comfortable that no one would get super angry at me for wow. it. Nobody will get angrier because anybody who's going to get mad at you for making jokes about the Vegas thing is still mad at you for whatever other uh, whatever dumb shit I've said made. recently. Yeah. But yeah, it's funny because the thing about the just to hop back, even though I want to touch back on Vegas eventually, I, um, I was reading an article and it said that one of the reasons that the Canadian terrorist attack air quote, I guess since Trudeau calls it a terrorist attack, we could just outright call it a terrorist attack anyways one of the reasons that there was nobody dead or anything was because basically the police were over paranoid in setting up for the Eskimos game so they had what happened was the guy tried to drive a car into a crowd at the Eskimos game do you want, do you want to do you want to explain just in case our American listeners are like they have Eskimos playing sports oh, against okay. each other. So you guys in America, you know how you have the Washington Redskins and everybody loses their shit because it's a team named after the indigenous people of the region? Well, Eskimos is worse. Well, not worse, but what we used to call Eskimos, we now call Nunavut or Inuit people. That actually Eskimo, calling them Eskimos is an insult, but... Since, um, what is it, alliteration when the first two letters are the same of two words? Is that alliteration or is alliteration when you move shit around? No, alliteration. Yeah, but yeah. since Edmonton and Eskimos both start with an E and it's CFL, nobody actually gives a shit. They haven't really changed the name. I'm surprised that no one's come out and been like, this name is horribly, like I'm sure someone has in the yeah. long and storied history of the Edmonton Eskimos. But People, the m major defense against changing the Ed Edmonton Eskimos name is probably, dude, fuck off. The players make $60,000 a year. Yeah. There's nine teams in the league. People only pretend to care about this because... It's it's not even as good as college football in the states, like it's pretty oh, no. much college football in the states is like I would even rank that above NFL in terms for of skill. Like, yeah. I mean, uh, oh, really? no, not in terms. No, of that's, skill. they just try really hard because they only have to do those it for games two years. are way more entertaining. Yeah, though. but uh, yeah, CFL. It's like if you can't make the NFL and you can't make NFL Europe and you can't make like you can't uh, transfer your skills into rugby. And yeah. you don't really have a viable second career option because you yeah. didn't pay attention to school. That's when you take a job at the yeah. CFL. It's basically if you can't find a job that pays you mid-level management or higher, you go you go into the CFL. It's fucking crazy to think that like we out-earn CFL players. Yeah. That's not well, that crazy to think. But. I think you do, and I think I'm on the cusp. I think I make about the same. So, some of them make like... 40, 45,000 a year. Like, oh, okay, I make yeah, more than that guy. Ladies. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so what I was saying was the police, like the guy tried to drive a car into a crowd, but they had 
pedestrian protecting barriers up so the car hit that and stopped and then the police officer who he tried to stab was wearing his bulletproof vest so he didn't get too hurt and then yeah so yeah, that bas- so basically the terrorist was like ah fuck I'm totally ineffectual here I better run away and then he grabbed a cube van or something and then hit people on his side after that that was I'm, I'm not too sure uh, I, I will say that you know, a, a lot of arguments are made uh, for restricting gun ownership in the states. Uh, and if this dude had had uh, a gun, one could assume that somebody might have died in this terrorist oh, yeah. attack in Edmonton. More than, yeah, definitely at least five. Yeah, like, whereas nobody died. So you have all these... Uh, fucking brainless idiots on the internet being like well what we're gonna ban guns they'll just use like cars and and knives to murder people like this dude did use a car and a knife and and nobody died and maybe that's just because he was an awful terrorist because we saw the attacks in uh nice where 80 something people were killed by a truck yeah that's just because a guy drove into a crowd of people but here uh the main point of the story the main point is it's easier to stop a car than it is a bullet because basically you just put a barrier and a car is stuck. You can shoot bullets over a barrier. Yeah, or through bulletproof ba- barriers like we're not yeah. going to. Or Yeah. Anyways, I want to get back to Las Vegas. Yeah, because jump back into it. It was terrible and everything, and you might be wondering why we're talking about it. You're like, well, that's there's no real outrage on the internet over it. But, oh, my friend, there is because... As with any tragedy and humans just not having the ability to accept that it was just one random crazy guy who spent months and months setting up, they're like, there has to be some organization or some or yeah, some organization behind this that bankrolled him or helped them set it up or anything. So there's all these conspiracy theories popping out. And my main thing is, what if the conspiracy theories are the conspiracy theory? Expound on that, Okay, so basically one of the main reasons the U.S. people who like guns say they need to keep their guns is to defend themselves from their own government. And that all stems from when they wrote the Confederation or the Declaration of Independence. Is that what it is? Or the the Constitution? Constitution, Basically when they wrote this, this was fresh off the War of Independence with Britain. And they realized that after Britain colonized half the world, the states wanted to put in some uh, checks and balances into their constitution so that they could stop the government from getting too much control over their people. And that makes a lot of sense back then because you have like black powder muskets maybe or crossbows. And so you want to give people the right to own those. So... My theory is that there's gun companies putting out uh, conspiracy theories because they want to sell guns. Because if you keep your people afraid of their own government, they're going to want to buy guns and defend themselves from their own government. Yeah, so absolutely. That's where the, have the this, yeah, you have this guy from. who was like a gambling addict and an accountant, and for whatever reason. He just wanted to kill as many people as he could, and he had actually booked hotels at different um, 
uh, music festivals. Like he booked. There was like an EDM festival or yeah. something that was he, happening. That the he big one was Co- before. Yeah, Coachella, which had a hundred thousand people. He booked a hotel that overlooked that, and then I guess he didn't get around to it. And then he bought thirty-three guns in a year, rented two hotel rooms, staked it out, put cameras up, and then attacked a crowd of people. And he did this all by himself. And there's the police have searched his house numerous times, and they can't find any ties with anything else or anybody who would have bankrolled him or helped him get guns or helped him set up tech. So basically, all these conspiracies are disproven at this point. Until, unless something else comes to light, but, yeah. Yeah, I, well, I also think it's, it's, I'm going to go full SJW here uh, for a second, because you have, uh, you know, you, you kind of contrast the two. So, uh, a brown guy shoots up people in America. Yeah. And there's no conspiracy theories. It's just like, oh, it was ISIS, you know, brown person. Yeah. Why are you popping your My shit shirt's up? on inside out. I'm sorry. I just I was like, I should wait for Derek to make his big SJW speech, but I was like, I don't know. Once you notice your shirt's on inside out, you kind of a new segment. Like what you you wanna hide it so that not everybody thinks you're a toddler. But I guess doing it on a podcast where everybody now knows about it. Yeah, also you've been you've been out in public today. No, yeah. Nobody I was. really wised you up to it. I was uh, wearing a sweater. So, brown guy shoots up uh, a crowd of innocent people. It, it, it was just ISIS. It was terrorism. That's it. There's no conspiracy theories. A white guy does it, and suddenly there's, uh, you know, a bunch of shitlords like Infowars and, uh, you know, the the Mike Cernoviches and the Jack Posobiches of the world. Uh, Those coming sound up oddly Russian. With these, yeah, yeah actually. <laughs> <laughs> they certainly are. Um, coming up with these, like, insane theories to kind of not excuse the white guy from doing it, but uh, making it seem like it was part of a larger plot and always, always tied back to uh, either Muslims or the American government. Yeah. Uh, And it's actually insane to me how, uh, you know, people on my Facebook friends list who I know personally who are good people and are smart people. No, they're not. They might be smart in other areas of their lives. They're not good. Barely anybody's a good person. Okay, fine. They're probably not good people either. Don't throw that they're, out because you don't want to hurt their feelings. They're in that moral gray area <laughs> <laughs> uh, that we all live in, but uh, they're reposting this shit from, like, Infowars, and it it actually boggles my fucking mind, again, that nobody is standing up and saying, you're a moron for believing this. You have yeah. a busted-ass brain if your initial reaction to... This is is to believe that there's some sort of greater conspiracy at play rather than, hey, you know, in a country that makes guns readily available to everyone and has no mental safety net, so to speak. Like, I think the most shocking thing about that is that this doesn't happen every fucking day. Yeah, like this guy bought 33 guns in just over a year. Like... I might be naive, but I would assume that if you're just going out buying guns and they have computers that exist with the ability to have a file that says how many guns you have, once you buy, like, I don't know, four guns in a couple months, yeah. you're like, Dude, <laughs> I think that's where it triggers the yeah, red flag, Yeah, it should be right? like, well, see, you got four in a couple months. Are you a collector? And then, because, okay, now that you've got ten guns in about four months... 
But you might want to slow down. Okay, you've got okay, you've got twenty guns. Okay, you're at thirty, man. Let's let's walk it back a little it's bit. It's been a year. You've got thirty guns. What are you doing with all these guns? Nope. It's just like. I think it's like some loophole where if you buy them from a gun show, there's no background check. So you could just travel around the country buying guns and then putting them in your trunk. From from gun shows specifically, not yeah. stores. Cause, no, because if you buy from stores, they do a background check. But if you buy from like a gun convention where there's like a gym full of guns, they don't have to do a background check. I guess it's something about the licensing agreement for retail or something. I don't know. Jimmy Kimmel mentioned it, and I watched the video for 10 seconds, then I shut it off. So I didn't do any research on it, but it makes total sense to me. Yeah. I mean, the thing that doesn't make sense. Here's something I want to get out of the way. There's never going to be gun control in the States. Like, no. give it the fuck up, guys. Well, <laughs> the problem, too, is there is gun control in some states. Like, apparently... A guy who does research and knows more than this said that it's harder to buy a gun in New York than it is in Canada. Yeah. But as opposed to, like, the southern states where it's all willy-nilly. Well, here you have, like, Chicago where they have strict gun laws, but you have, like, the most gun-related deaths. And people keep referencing that like it's some sort of barometer for how the rest of the country would go if they enacted gun control. Yeah. The thing about that is that uh, if if you have gun control in one city or one state and you don't have enforced borders like there's literally nothing to prevent someone from carrying fucking guns across the border in another state like jumping down to indiana buying some guns there driving back up to chicago whereas if you enact gun control as a whole for the whole country yeah and you're searching people at the borders (laughs) Yeah. It it's more likely yes there would still absolutely be guns, but uh but there there would not be like how many guns are in circulation right now? It's like Oh, uh a lot. Yeah. <laughs> there's Okay, the one statistic I know is there's over a million guns in Hawaii. I think it's on average I think it's it's there's more guns in America than there is people. Guns per capita in the United States, uh, 300 million guns in the U.S. Their, their, pop, their total population is 328 million, yeah, I think, give so or take a few million. Yeah, so their gun, capita, gun per capita in the States is like one. Yeah. Whereas Canada, it's like 0.3, yeah. I believe. Yeah, and that's another thing, too, is like... Yeah, New York and Chicago have these really good gun laws, but the borders between the states are just fucking lines on a map. Yeah. Like, when you go from B.C. to Alberta, there's nobody stopping you and being like, yo, what's in your car? They're just like, yeah, nobody gives a fuck. They will check you for rats, however, because (laughs) apparently Alberta is rodent-free. Yeah. And in the states, there's like fucking over 50 of them. And who's going to check all those borders and be like, oh, you're going from North Carolina to South Carolina? Just go on through. Nobody's like, wow, you're going – does Idaho touch Montana? Yes. Okay. You're going from Montana to Idaho. I need to know what you're bringing across the border. It's probably tumbleweeds and – Guns. Enough, guns, yeah. <laughs> like a bunch of guns Monta- in, in the tumbleweeds. Actually, Montana and Idaho, I would probably just throw this out there. Probably the two states where they have the most guns used for what they're intended for. Hunting. Hunting, yeah. Yeah. That makes absolute sense. You see people in, like, 
Yeah, like urban areas or metropolitan centers. Like, why the why the fuck do you need to own a gun, buddy? Yeah. Protect yourself from crime? And, like, if, and if you're going to use that excuse that you want to fight the government from taking over, just be like, well, you're not going to do that with a gun because they'll just make, like, a dirty suitcase bomb. Well, yeah, that's the fucking funny... Like, you're not... Yeah. Like, sorry, guys, if the government ever wants to come and take your guns... And, okay, so here's the problem now. 300 million guns in the United States. You're you're not going to get those guns without an actual firefight. Like, there's yeah. these people... Uh, these, like, gun-humping Second Amendment fanatics are, are actually not going to give up their guns. They've all bought into the NRA shtick about... Uh, prying the gun from their cold dead hands and how they need these guns and they have a right to these guns uh so like gun gun control in the states is is a myth it's not going to happen in our lifetimes probably in anyone's lifetime uh until you hit a point where uh like what was the breaking point for where we had to like take our shoes off to get on airplanes like that somebody was, had a shoe bomb so well you te- technically i'm going back to september 11th here so the bar for uh having people take any action against guns whatsoever is probably uh 2000 people dying in a single mass shooting that would be insane yeah that would be crazy but you would have to think that that's that's kind of where the bar is set for uh the united united states government's or uh, I guess it's not even really the government at this point. It's more just the uh, assembled citizenry of the United States. Yeah, to basically to unify and call for the ban of guns. Essentially, yeah. Yeah. But that's it's never it's definitely not something that's gonna happen uh, in our lifetime. I don't believe it's gonna happen in in any lifetime. And you have to look at. Uh, I mean, God bless the anti-gun lobby for for trying to, you know, make positive changes in the world. But uh, how fucking ineffective are you if this shit keeps happening? Like, you think 50 people dying in a mass shooting. Yeah. It'd be pretty easy to look at that situation and say, okay, let's let's change something here. Let's just change a little, a little thing. Yeah. But this shit keeps happening. And... Like, literally nothing is changing. Yeah, it's just, and it's like, just make it harder to get the guns, let alone taking them away from everybody and not letting them have them. Just be like, it's harder to get them now. Yeah. Not everybody can just have them. Yeah, you can't just walk into uh, a, a gun show, I guess, yeah. and uh, <laughs> and walk out of it with your arms crammed with guns. Yeah. Uh, like a fucking weekend at Costco. Yeah, exactly. Like a Black Friday sale on guns. Yeah, which probably you think you're making a joke, but I bet that's a real thing that you exists. You make so much money. <laughs> Maybe we should get into that. <laughs> like just gun. If this whole podcast thing doesn't work out, let's sell guns in the states. We're a pro gun podcast now. Yeah, you should own lots of guns, uh, but some... only ones you bought from us. Instead of Smith and Wesson, it'll be Dale and Derek. Yeah. Uh... Double D. That'll be our barrel size. <laughs> I'd buy it. Yeah. Just be like, that sounds huge. <laughs> uh, on the topic of uh, sticky red shit all over the place. <laughs> Too soon? Oh, wait. Yeah. I was trying to make a jizz joke, but no. your Those... callback to the blood is probably more apt. And 
more apt, but also potential uh, apologies Ooh. to anyone who's offended by that. Less hilarious. Uh, Rick and Morty. Oh my god, popular this, show. This is so dumb. Uh, but, yeah. For those who don't know, Rick and Morty is a animated show on I think it's aired on Cartoon Network. I don't actually know. Created by uh, Dan Harmon, who uh, also created the hit show Community. Yeah. Uh, amongst other things, which I is think. also a good show you should watch. Fantastic show. You know it was really fucking awful because uh, I loved uh, Joel McHale uh, from Community and yeah. watching the show he did next, which was like that uh, Top Man. What? No. No. What was it? Where he was like, he worked at the Outdoors yeah, magazine I or like something. That. Oh, God, man. It it's so bad with uh, McLovin in it also. Yeah, yeah. It's such I mean, a bad show. It, it was a bad show, but I have the ability to watch bad TV. You do. That's yeah. one of the things I really appreciate about it. So you. it's like people be like, this show is bad. And I'm like, oh, good enough to watch. <laughs> it's better than not watching a yeah. show. But the thing, though, it's weird because I'll watch this terrible t- Joe McHale show. I'll admit it's terrible and the writing's kind of subpar. It's not as punchy as Community, but I can't watch a reality TV show. I just can't handle any of it. It just, it bugs me. You know, you, you know what I think the thing about that show, like laugh tracks. I oh, can't, I can't cope with laugh worst. tracks. Now. Yeah. So any show with a laugh track, I'm yeah. like, that's actively making this show less funny. Yeah. Maybe we should get a laugh track for this. I bet it would actually be It'll really be effective. So much easier to record because we just record half as much and just put laughing in there we'd just be like hey blah 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 laugh track we should just get you and i laughing at each other's jokes like a clip of that and then we could play that back it would be funny if we had a laugh track of us just laughing like hysterically like the loudest we've ever (laughs) laughed at anything and then just play it after dumb jokes that aren't necessarily funny until the whole laugh track thing itself became something and was just obnoxious. And then it would be another thing that only me and you find funny. It would be like you and me find it funny because the laugh track denotes us finding it way funnier than we should. And it could be like laughception. And then we'd and actually be legitimately hysterically laughing at our own yeah. hysterical laughter laugh track. It would track. be like when I was a kid, me and my sister, I don't know why we would started this, but we started having dumb laugh competitions where we would sit across from each other and we'd laugh stupidly on purpose and I don't know what the competition was or how anybody won but it would end up with (laughs) us seems like a very subjective competition it would end up with us stuck laughing louder and louder with these it's like when you get in an accent and you get stuck so you just start laughing and laughing and laughing and so we're laughing with these dumb laughs and then my older brother would just run in the room and screaming, like, what the fuck are you guys doing? Shut up. Okay, that and, sounds awesome. And then we were like, uh, I can't tell you what we we're doing because I don't actually fully know. I'm kind of humiliated right yeah. now. Uh, anyways, that was very Rick and Morty-esque. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Rick and Morty is an animated show on Cartoon Network. Uh, in the season three, three premiere episode uh that's this season there was a throwaway line by one of the characters about uh a former mcdonald's mcnugget uh szechuan dipping sauce that yeah was, that came along with the mcnuggets for as a side or like a co-promotion for the movie mulan yeah which was a disney movie released in the 90s yeah starred eddie murphy as the pet, I he was like the little red as, dragon. As Mulan, no, that like, was an Asian girl that don't. I don't know the name of. Because 
throwback to the previous episode. I think that was like episode three when I couldn't name a famous Asian actress. Yes. Still can't do it. But then I did. Oh, whatever. But anyways, the thing that gets me about this whole thing is not how stupid people are for the Mulan sauce, which is terrible and you should be ashamed of yourself, but how nobody is talking about the mandarin orange milkshakes that were far superior than the dipping sauce. They were amazing. You They're say so orange good. milkshakes and I immediately think like creamsicle. Is that if They tasted that like that. Hot damn. But Dan. even sweeter because it's a mandarin orange. All right. So uh, notice to Dan Harmon when you record next season of Rick and Morty, make sure you include a uh, line about the mandarin orange milkshake. Yes. Anyway, there was a line by one of the characters in the show, uh, Rick, about how uh, his his entire reason for being was to get this uh, Mulan Szechuan dipping sauce. Yeah. Um, which has been like, you know, unavailable for a decade plus since Mulan came out. Probably. Yeah. Uh, so McDonald's uh, tapping into the cultural zeitgeist. This is not a cross promotion with, with the show, by the way. McDonald's yeah. just looked at this. It was like, hey. We're a corporation. We like making money. Here's an opportunity to do that. Hey, dollar signs, dollar signs. Uh, announced <laughs> that they were going to be uh, releasing limited quantities of this Szechuan sauce this weekend. They should have said extremely limited. Yeah. So what you ended up happening was you had thousands of nerds lining up at uh, McDonald's locations across the U.S. Uh, in hopes of getting what is probably a fucking awful abomination of like Szechuan sauce. I've like, heard it described as sweet and sour sauce mixed with barbecue sauce. Like that's literally probably what McDonald's did. I doubt they yeah. fired off a special recipe for this. It was we have these two sauces already. Let's yeah. just mix them together. Yeah, call exactly. It this like thing. that's what all all their other sauces aren't any like super you have to be a culinary genius to figure out. It's like, yeah, McChicken sauce is mayo. That's all it is. Yeah. Big Big Mac sauce, th- Thousand Island. Yeah. Thousand Island dressing. Do you think we just blew anybody's mind? What? They're yeah, like, they're mayo? Fuck. Oh, my God. <laughs> Especially have... now that they have... So they have all the McDonald's sauces in stores now. You oh, yeah. can buy them. And it's like, this fucking tartar sauce, mayo, Thousand Island dressing. Yeah. This shit has been available in stores for 60 years. Yeah. But now people are like, oh, there's, there's a McDonald's logo Holy on it. shit. I can get... McDonald's mayo. $8. Fucking worth it. Yeah. Uh, I will go on record saying the only good McDonald's sauce is their hot mustard. That's it. Everything else. Not the honey mustard. The hot mustard that you can dip the nuggets in. don't ever think I've had that. I always... Actually, I just go sauceless. Because if I'm eating McDonald's, I'm driving... Riding your nuggets bareback. Yeah, I'm driving somewhere, and I'm not going to be the guy dipping each nugget (laughs) while driving. Get out of the car, you're just smeared with sauce. I I somehow, when I eat bare McNuggets, make a mess of myself. I can't even imagine what it would be like if I still dip them in sauce. Are these things secreting something? (laughs) Fucking, you know what they need? What? McNuggets. With the sauce inside. Oh, my God. Like little stuffed nuggets with... That is a good idea. We shouldn't have said that because now someone will this steal it. This is absolutely going to happen. Okay, erase this. Don't release this podcast. Just delete everything. We're going into business with stuffed chicken McNuggets. All right. I'm down. And if somebody sues us because the stuffing gets molten hot in the deep fryer, 
Then we close that company and never <laughs> talking about it again. Good plan. And go back to podcast. I like where you're headed. Uh, so thousands of angry nerds showed up for this sauce at McDonald's locations. Uh, McDonald's did do an extremely limited run. Uh, I guess in most situations they had like 20 packets of this sauce available. Uh, and as is typical uh, with angry white nerddom, uh, they definitely showed their best selves by reacting to their inability to get the McDonald's sauce. And it just resulted in children and obese people crying. Yeah. Like and, most things in the States and do. And obese children, which, <laughs> like, just... I want to read my three favorite tweets on this matter. Go for because it. Because it kind of encapsulates the whole situation. Uh, sorry, I just have to pull it up on my phone because I'm unprepared and I didn't have this ready to go. Okay, so one lady tweets... My son is nine and was crying as well. After we got home, he was still upset and said he may never eat McDonald's again. That's huge for him. Someone replied, that's what kills me about this limited crap. Little kids getting heart stomped and bottom feeders taking advantage on eBay. And then someone wrote, why the fuck are y'all letting little kids watch a show like Rick and Morty? Shitty parents. (laughs) Which, even though Rick and Morty is an amazing show, it is... Very not intended for nine. No, definitely uh, adult themes in this. Yeah. Show. I would never let. I wouldn't let a fourteen-year-old watch this show. Yeah, like this, this is, is an adult. This is cartoon. Hard R show. Like there's swearing nonstop and extreme violence. That even though it's animated, it's still extreme. Like there was an episode of The Purge where they just killed people for ten minutes. And it was highly entertaining, but I'm an adult and I can handle it. I, I do think a lot of parents make this mistake of being like, oh, it's animated. It's a yeah. cartoon intended for children. Nope, that's not the world we live in yeah, anymore. Yeah, no, it's just easier to draw outer space than make special effects of outer space. Probably, probably cheaper also, yeah. one has to assume. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, there were uh, apparently police called into some locations to maintain Holy order shit. over these angry white nerds uh, <laughs> flipping out over a fucking, like, guys, come on. It's it's a McDonald's dipping sauce at the end of the day yeah. that was, like, mentioned in a throwaway away line in one episode in a show you like. If you want to taste Szechuan sauce, uh, there's recipes all over the internet. You can whip up a batch at home. Yeah. Uh, if it's about reselling it on eBay to someone nerdy than you with more disposable income than you i get that there are packets of the shit going for like 500 dollars right now Yeah, that's kind of just like usually when stuff like that happens you're like oh that shouldn't be true people shouldn't be selling that for that much who would pay for it but if you're gonna pay 500 dollars for an old packet of mcdonald's sauce then fuck you pay someone 500 dollars because you're too stupid to have that money yeah i don't think you should be allowed to just have any money like although we look at like People buy, uh, like, memorabilia baseballs or, like, comic books for millions of dollars. So, really, is $500 for a packet of sauce. Yeah. That, Compared to millions of on, dollars On the things. scale. Uh, yeah. One of my favorite tweets about this came from John Hendren. Uh, he said, every time a group of entitled nerds gets mad, a portion of them became, become Nazis. Some dipshit is becoming radicalized off the cartoon barbecue <laughs> sauce. Which is 100% true. Yeah. Uh, you know there are some angry, entitled nerds currently plotting uh, probably attacks against McDonald's mm-hmm. uh, for not giving them the sauce they so The classic, wanted. if I can't have it, no one can. Like a rejected lover. Yeah. Like when a girl's like, we always used to joke about it. It'd be like someone would just 
be like, if I can't have you, no one can, and then try stab you. And it's probably not really that funny or apt for <laughs> a particular situation. But, but. And, uh, yeah, so. So. Uh, back to sauce. Um. <laughs> Yeah, I think, uh, oh, one of my other favorite tweets, some dude <laughs> tweeted uh, his personal experience, which was, like, thanks to the guy who called me a pussy and threw the <laughs> last packet of Szechuan sauce on the ground and stomped on it in front of my face. Uh, that guy is definitely the hero we deserve yeah, right now. Yeah, and I like it because he called the guy pussy. Yeah. And we're not supposed to call people pussies, yeah. but really. Yeah, kind of has sexist connotations. If, yeah, it does, do, which do, is probably why it's funny. So the slang for, yeah, I mean, it's, it's as a taunt, it's pretty effective, but. Yeah, like, and it's, it's so clear, like, if you call someone kind of like, I guess what would be the equivalent, like, hey, you're a lame wimp, you're like, I guess I could kind of see where he's going. But if you call someone a pussy, he's like, oh, shit, that guy just called that guy a pussy. What's going to happen now? And then he stomps on a packet of sauce, and it's hilarious. Yeah, I think if we kind of realign, so if we take uh, pussy to mean like a soft, weak cat, like a Mm -hmm. newborn kitten, uh, that maybe that would be okay. We just have to kind of reframe it as that rather than. Uh, as as slang for uh, lady genitals, which has kind of been the meaning to this point. Well, there's there's other words that you could call someone that refer to lady genitals. That's even worse. That I have. Oh yeah, I'm definitely not going to say <laughs> not, because that's, that's because we can't, we can't say that. If word. I call someone a pussy and someone is questioning leaving the podcast, if I drop a C bomb and call someone a C bomb without a British accent or being British, then they'll definitely leave the podcast. Australian also super, super popular. Do they say it a lot? Yeah. That's, uh, I have called someone a C word exactly one time in my life. And you're still alive. It was my friend's, uh, living girlfriend at the time. Oh my Uh, God. I know exactly. And I promptly got banned for life, uh, from, from their apartment. Worth it though, right? Ah, uh, you know, going back, I might do things a little differently. Choose wow. a less less inflammatory Hindsight word. Hindsight is twenty twenty. Uh, plus, Derek. they who knows? We're still friends. They could be listening listening to this. Yeah. Uh, this so episode. At, at least fake some regret over using. Yeah, that word. M- uh, lots lots of regrets. Speaking of uh, uh, p words, let's move on to uh, Mike VP Mike Pence. Who is a pussy? Made. Hey! Yeah. Still not super comfortable. I was just with, I was just trying to seal up the segue. Gonna okay, all right. I'll uh, allow yeah, it. See how that I'll allow it. Taking the P word and the Pence word, <laughs> putting them together. Because he's like, oh gee, I, I really don't like what they're doing with this here uh, football I'm, game. I'm, I'm so offended. I'm, Getting on my extremely lavish plane and just getting right out of here. Yeah, so Mike Pence, uh, we talked briefly about the NFL uh, protests last week. Uh, Mike Pence took the, I was going to say highly unusual, but probably not that unusual given the substance of uh, the entire administration in the White House right now. Uh, Mike Pence went to a football game between the Indianapolis Colts and the San Francisco 49ers. The San Francisco 49ers being the team that kind of kicked off the whole demonstrations during the anthem and has consistently done them 
since they kicked them off a year ago. I feel kind of bad giving them that credit because it was actually Kaepernick who kicked it off. And they left him out in the cold. Like, the guy doesn't have a job now because everybody was so mad that he started protesting the national anthem that when his contract was up, he didn't get rehired for another team, yet all these teams are kneeling. Yeah. Yeah. So, meanwhile, now we have, like, 70 players in the NFL protesting the anthem every week, but Kaepernick still can't find a job. Or maybe it's just because he's a giant douchebag and everybody's like, you know, this is a really good He's also not that good. He's good enough, but he's not. I will say we also talked about how Donald Trump uh, had, you know, achieved the goal of taking, of billionaire Dallas Cowboys owner Jerry Jones taking a stand at him when Jerry Jones linked arms with his players and took a knee before the anthem last week. Uh, that lasted an entire week, uh, his like team togetherness bullshit, because this week Jerry Jones issued a statement saying that any players uh, disrespecting the flag or the anthem will be suspended from his team. So I want to be there nice. for that phone call. Was Did you think just Trump just phoned him up and was like, you're out of the money club? <laughs> yeah. like, no, no, not the money club. I have a membership for at least five more years. Oh, no. Uh, yeah, or... Uh, or, you know, some shadowy figure who actually runs the government. Oh, yeah, I'm thinking, yeah, like, like, the Illuminati not, gave him a call. Not, like, the cartoony f- people we see every day. They're like, hey, this is the government. I'll be like, haha, you guys are morons. I'll be like, no, not the puppet government, <laughs> the actual government who actually makes stuff. And he's like, oh, shit, Pizzagate government? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Pizzagate. And he's uh, like, higher than Pizzagate. Yeah, so uh, Trump... Where Pence showed up at this game knowing full well there were going to be players protesting uh, the or protesting. I, I shouldn't say protesting the anthem or protesting the flag. They're not doing any of those things. They're protesting during the national anthem. Uh, and then uh, through a big piss baby tantrum and yeah. uh, stormed out of the, the stadium while also tweeting about it uh, in like a fully choreographed protest. Of protests. Yeah. I want to see what would happen if they were like, okay, you can have patriotism or sports, but not both. How many people would just be like, whatever, we hate waiting five minutes to watch sports? Well, I, I, I personally would be like, I only really see patriotism before sports. Yeah, like... Like maybe if you go to a Remembrance Day ceremony... Okay, that's it, yeah. Then they or, sing the national anthem or... Although there are flags fucking everywhere in the U.S. Like, yeah, you, I'm just trying to think of when you hear the national anthem that's not before sports. Before like sports. Saying. Yeah, that's almost it. exclusively before sports. Like, do and they, that's not even the main attraction. The sports are the main attraction. Yeah. The anthem is like, ah, fuck, I have to like stand up and awkwardly hold my hot dog and beer while they yeah, sing this song. Yeah, take my hat off. Yeah. Oh, I could just sit down and eat my nachos. In protest. Yeah. For a social justice cause. not standing up to eat your nachos. So yeah, anyone who doesn't see this for the the empty bullshit gesture uh it was is a moron. Yeah, uh, and like you said, the iron the ironicy ironicness? I I I irony irony. Irony. That's the word. Jesus. We know words. <laughs> the irony of a guy protesting people protesting because he's saying it's his right to protest the protest he doesn't believe in when he's also trying to say they don't have the right 
to protest for what they believe in. Yeah. It's all like Terminator 2 is this actually not make sense fucking eating <laughs> itself kind of Yeah, like a like a, paradox. a time paradox. There yeah, we go. It's um, a paradox of it's a protesting paradox. Well, there are going to be a bunch of uh dipshits who claim that who try to tack on like uh you know little minute differences like oh he wasn't protesting during the flag or the singing of the anthem so it's okay or oh he wasn't protesting on company time yeah uh he was actually protesting on on taxpayer money because he flew in air force one out to indianapolis to show up at the football game he knew he was going to be there for five minutes and apparently this carried a uh, uh, t- uh price tag to the taxpayer of two hundred and fifty thousand dollars for him to fly in show up for five minutes have the extra security detail at the stadium, yeah. and then fly out five minutes later. Did he at least eat a hot dog? Did he at least give back to the stadium staff? I don't, I don't know if, uh, if uh, yeah, corn-fed white boy, like, oh, of course he That's all do you, he probably Do you eats. think they're like, hey, Mr. VP, or V. POTUS, I guess? Was that what you call him? V. POTUS? Just, no, just, just VP. Works. Just the VP. Okay. Maybe they're like, hey, do you want a hot dog? And he probably was just like, no, I'm not staying long. Oh, shit. Oh. <laughs> Fucking oh, rude. Oh, shit. I exposed uh, my dumb, empty, yeah. hollow gesture Damn that it. millions of morons are going to uh, fucking applaud on the internet. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Just, just garbage. Total garbage. Conspiracy theories would be like, don't worry. All empires fall. The states will eventually get theirs. And now that they're kind of getting it, it's more terrifying than satisfying. Like, I'm not like, oh, good, all those people who like money over human lives are finally getting theirs. It's more like, oh, fuck, if the states turns into this fucking giant shit fest of who the fuck knows what's going on, it's probably going to drag Canada down with it. Oh, yeah, absolutely, because we're so closely tied to them now. So, uh, yeah, and that's, that's, that's just going to have effect on me because then I won't be able to ignore politics anymore. I'll have to pay attention to it because it'll directly affect me. It's a Which, good point, Dale. I don't know if you know me. I don't like politics. <coughs> Talk I, about it often enough. Oh, Christ. Well, that's just because I want people to think I'm smart. Isn't that why anybody talks about politics? Like, why would anybody be interested in politics? It's like the most boring thing ever. Like, just watch pro wrestling. It's pretty much the same thing. Except they actually fight. Well, they don't actually fight. They kind of just pretend they're fighting. But if I talk about pro wrestling, nobody thinks I'm smart. So I have to talk about politics. Do you want to move on to the wildlife selfie thing? Yes, I do. (laughs) Speaking of idiots ruining the world. So um, uh, I'm just looking at this. So there's this, there's a big kind of, I don't know, what do you call it? Travelers are urged to stop taking wildlife selfies overseas. So basically, some world travel organization that's important and cares about the well-being of these plant, of these animals is saying, hey, you know how you go, there's two countries, in, or there's two cities, sorry, in particular, and, uh, sorry, I'm just looking it up. Um, so basically, Manus, Brazil, and Porto Alegria in Peru <laughs> have been pinpointed because uh, shitty tourists will go there and they'll be like, oh my God, look at this bright blue bird. And they'll take a selfie with the bright blue bird in the background. 
And now, since the internet is everywhere and everybody could see it, these poachers are seeing this and they're like, hey, uh, I can make money off this since I am poor and I can fleece these people money. So what they're doing is they're illegally going to, in going to collect exotic animals out of the forest and bring them to a city where people can take pictures with them. So they're grabbing like, um, the big ones that they're grabbing are sloths, birds, anacondas, which I don't understand who the fuck Why you would take a picture. wants to take a picture with a big giant scary snake. Also, uh, caiman and giant anteaters. Now, if you don't feel bad for sloths and giant anteaters because they're basically the two cutest exotic animals, then you're a terrible person. Sloths especially. And the thing, one thing that just makes my heart break is they said a statistic that sloths in captivity in these countries where they don't have proper like zoos and feeding rituals and stuff live probably about six months in captivity. So they're going, grabbing these sloths so tourists could go take a picture with them and then they die like six months later. So there's just this thing where they're saying stop being idiots and taking selfies with animals. Derek, thoughts? Uh, you're not going to get people to stop taking selfies with animals, man. Yeah, that's true. Like, these, the, you were, we're talking about a generation that goes to, like, the Holocaust Museum or the Anne Frank House and takes selfies there. I don't give a fuck about animals. Also... Or drives four hours to get a packet of... A packet of sauce, sauce, which, like, yeah, it's not... Uh, I was just on a uh, swamp tour... What? In, Wait, Derek, did you travel? As I was traveling. Was this it when you were in Nolens? Nolens. Nolens? Uh, we did a swamp tour, and I took many selfies with many animals. There was Yeah, a, but those are gross animals turtle. nobody cares about. There was a little baby alligator. That was pretty cute. I'm just going to say this. There was... I don't give a fuck about reptiles. They're gross and they're slimy. Take all the selfies you want okay, with those. Okay, there were uh, little, like, bayou raccoons. How dare you? But the guy wouldn't let us get anywhere near yeah, them. because they like, have fur. They're fucking rabid, and they'll claw your eyes out of your face. Well, that too, Made I them a little less cute. Yeah, I guess. If you're, yeah, like, it's like raccoons, I guess one of their main defenses is just being disgusting. Because everybody, everybody. <laughs> Much like Dale. Yeah, every <laughs> Don't pick me up and take a <laughs> selfie or you'll get rabies. It's easy to avoid. But yeah, it's like raccoons. They're like the cutest wild animal for so long. And now it's basically common sense that you just stay the fuck away from them because they all have rabies. Yeah, man. Or they're vicious as fuck and they're just like garbage dwellers. Yeah. Man, raccoons are awful. These yeah. were super cute, but like... Oh, yeah. Like these were even above and beyond the cutest level of like normal here raccoons. They were just Yeah, because like, it's like you take like say a red panda and a raccoon and they're very similar and they're both very cute. Are red pandas kind of the same, like same general demeanor? Same like, genus? Well, no, I think they're <clears> just, <throat> I don't know. I've only ever seen one in a zoo, but I don't think they have did rabies. Did it seem friendly? Yeah. In the zoo? It was like, I get to sleep as long as I want and get fed all the time. This is way better than being out in the shitty wild. Or it was tranquilized? Yeah, that too. They probably put sedatives in its meat. Um, yeah, I, I'd say, you know what, man? Like, we rose to 
uh, the top of the fucking food chain through sheer ingenuity and willpower. I'd like to say dickheadedness yeah. also had also a huge that. part in it. Just like exploiting everything. Yeah. So I think we have earned the right to take selfies <laughs> with... I'll, I don't give a shit. Fucking put the animals in captivity, chain yeah. them up. I need those likes on my Instagram account. Yeah, that's so true. So fuck those animals. If they die, replace them. Because I need those likes, man. I want yeah. those little heart icons <laughs> fucking flaring up on my cell phone application. Yeah. Murder whoever you have to kill to make that happen. Yeah, because if I go to the Amazon and I take pictures with a macaw and people are like, holy shit, you saw a macaw? That's so cute. Or if I go to the Amazon and take pictures of myself, people will be like, why do you take so many pictures of yourself? Yeah, fuck, we can see you wherever. Also, yeah. why are you even in the Amazon if it's just going to be to post pictures of yourself, dummy? Yeah, don't you want to know what white people are doing in the Amazon? <laughs> they're, like, wrecking the whole place. But if you take a picture with a macaw, they're like, oh, you care about animals. You're not one of the white people wrecking the place. <laughs> you're making it better. Yeah, you're obvious. They're just spreading love. Yeah, raising awareness of uh, Am <laughs> Amazonian animals through social media. And as we all know, awareness is a super important yeah. thing to have. I'm raising awareness at how much attention I'm seeking. That's what this selfie's for. Yeah. Let's <laughs> do it for the gram, bud. Yeah. Do it for the gram. Yeah. Okay. Uh, wait. Uh, is, uh, that all, is that all we're talking about? The Yeah. Do you have anything else you'd animals? like to say? I, uh, I think I've made my opinion fairly clear. Yeah. Fucking take, um, take pictures. My opinion, like... Everything else, or not everything else, but like with most animals, is the cuter it is, the more you should not hurt it. So, like Derek was saying, with alligators, which are disgusting, or snakes, they were pretty cute, man. Not the turtles. full size ones. Whoa, alligators aren't cute. The little, They're... the little baby one, just okay. on. Uh, like you take anything normal sized and you make it little, and that's just cute by osmosis. Like, oh, okay, that's... yeah, that's a good point. But, okay, baby alligator. It was like a regular-sized alligator, but really small. Okay. Do you get what I'm okay. saying here? Don't be mean to baby alligators, but big alligators, those nasty things, feel free. I'm, I'm not going to defend that, like, big alligators, because they're terrifying. And every time I watch a nature show in Africa, they always eat zebras. And I like zebras way more than alligators, so fuck alligators. Holy shit, this is amazing. What? I'm just looking oh, at yeah. the next thing you posted. <laughs> so what Derek's laughing about is probably one of the worst blunders we've seen in advertising. Because not only is it a blunder, it's in bad taste. Oh. It's, what the fuck were you trying to say? I can't say? believe a company did this. Like, so Dove posted it was a viral oh, not a viral ad it was an internet ad and it's three pictures side by side in the first picture is an african-american woman in the second picture she's pulling her brown dress up over her head and in the third picture she's a white woman so everybody immediately lost their shit as they aptly should because it's kind of insinuating that if you use dove you turn into It'll a turn white you person? into a pretty white woman. Yeah, Which, like, okay. what the fuck? In the same vein as the Pence thing, I look at this and I'm like, there is no way somebody looked at this and yeah. thought, well, there's going to be no controversy here. This is going to make people yeah, angry. The only thing I could see plausible at all was if somebody was like, yo, what the fuck is with this ad design? And then someone's like, oh, it's to show that it's for all people. 
maybe, but they didn't portray that at all. And Dove isn't speaking. They're just like, yeah, we pulled the ad. We're sorry. They released a statement like that. And well, yeah, here's the thing that, that makes me why. Because offended Dove users erupted and the company quickly apologized. But the two-sentence Twitter note and a slightly longer message on Facebook left it unclear what exactly the ad was trying to convey. Yeah. Maybe it was just, hey, we're Dove. We'd like a little bit of attention right now. No such <laughs> thing as bad press. Yeah. Let's say that, that our shit will turn black people white. Yeah, I'm sick of people looking at the brand Dove and not feeling anything. I want people to recognize that Dove has an edgier side. Well, look, even Pepsi with that fucking uh, Kendall Jenner. Yeah. Uh, like, that was moronic. Uh, but, you know, I'm sure it didn't hurt Pepsi's yeah, it was, sales. Yeah, it was moronic, and it was very poorly executed. But you could kind of get in a muddled sense what they're trying to say, that Pepsi's uniting a generation, I guess, is what they're trying to say. But with this Dove ad... Yeah, there's, there's me reaching at straws to try to figure out what they maybe perhaps were trying to say. But there's there's no like, oh, you took that the wrong way. This is what this actually meant. Oh, we're sorry. We were just trying to convey this. They were just like, yeah, we're sorry. Uh, we took the ad down. Leave us alone. Yeah. Sorry that we, that we did a dumb thing. <laughs> yeah. Sorry that our ad was more racist than anything you've seen since the 70s. <laughs> but hey, black ladies, if you'd like to be white, yeah. maybe pick up a bottle of Dove. Maybe Dove should have just said black don't crack because of Dove. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> but that's an actual thing. It's because, I don't know, whatever. I've heard people say that. Is I've that heard racist? people say that <laughs> once or twice. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. What else we got? Um... I don't know, after all everything else we talked about. Okay, so there's a bakery, and they listed love as one of their ingredients on everything they bake, and the FDA just told them to take it off because love is not an ingredient. And this is just like, I don't know, I just brought it up because it's just like the FDA being like, a big wet blanket. This is government overreach, man. This yeah. is why the Second Amendment exists. <laughs> yeah, this like, is why I need my guns. You guys should storm the FDA offices and demand <laughs> you let them know with bullets that. <laughs> by the way, I'm not advocating that anyone actually. Could do you this. imagine if? But like, did. who? Okay. The flip side of this is that you know there was at least one person who like looked at that and was like, "Oh, love. <laughs> That's uh, an actual yeah, physical ingredient like, in this." And they're like, or somebody else, some asshole. Walked in, looked at the ingredients, speed dialed their lawyer, and they were like, okay, I got a case in two days. <laughs> yeah, class action suit. I am going to buy this bread, and when I don't feel more love than I felt before I ate this bread, we're going to sue these fuckers. <laughs> because as we, as the theme for this podcast on Thanksgiving is people are big dumb idiots, and they'll just fucking do dumb things. Yeah, I'm, I'm thankful that people are morons all yeah. the time, because Otherwise, without it... We wouldn't have anything to we talk would, about. We wouldn't have a podcast and, you know, 20 to 25 listeners yeah. uh, for each episode. I'm also thankful for Rick and Morty because that is a hilarious show. Yeah, I'm thankful. So I'm mostly caught up on the new season. I'm watching the last two episodes of the new season tonight. Nice. Uh, and then I'm going to sit there and chuckle for a good half hour about all the fucking dipshits who didn't get their shitty sauce. <laughs> <laughs> because fuck those people. And I am especially thankful for that guy who threw a packet down and stepped on it in front of that other guy who tweeted it 
to basically say, hey, look how big a wimp I am. Yeah. This is what upset me today. Just like a merciless self-own. Yeah, that like, I said like, wimp. I thank you, I Dale. Wimp. Thank you for Even not. Even though the listeners who were offended are already off. gone, I said wimp. Oh, do you want to talk about this uh, Har- Harvey Weinstein? Weinstein? Oh, my God. Weinstein? Do, uh, Weinstein. Weinstein? Weinstein. Why is the first one pronounced I and the second one pronounced E? It's... Look, look at how it's... Don't. Don't, Wait, why is it Weinstein Weinstein Company or Weinstein? I thought whatever Harvey, yeah, <laughs> Harvey movie mogul. That's An- another classic uh, scenario where it's like you hear a guy is uh, allegedly sexually assaulting people, and then you see his picture, and you're like, yeah, I could see that, because no offense to Harvey Weinstein, but he looks like a guy. Who would definitely whip it out in front of women who don't want him to. Oh, this guy looks like the the poster boy for uh, sexual harassment yeah, or this, sexual assault. And he's rich as fuck. <laughs> and he makes all these love uh, movies about love. So, and this is the thing where, uh, you know, obviously there had been rumors and allegations of his behavior for decades in Hollywood. Uh, people found like a throwback 30 Rock joke <laughs> that was like made like six years ago about yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, where it was like, it was obviously something that was known in the industry, but it was also something that everyone kept their fucking mouth shut about because he's a very powerful man in show business. Yeah. Uh, and if you want to work uh, with powerful people in show business, you don't call attention to the shitty, awful things they've been doing. Yeah. And then it's basically one of those snowball effects where a couple people come out and then everybody else is like, oh, we're doing this now? We're finally coming out about this? We don't have to be scared about our job? Okay, he touched me too. Okay, I have a problem with this too. And it's good because this guy is finally being held his foot to the fire for what he's done. But it's also kind of bad where it's like, well, why did you wait this long? Yeah. That was the culture then. Which I think we will, uh... I hit you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. One of, his, one of the things Weinstein. he said... It is Weinstein. Ah. Harvey Weinstein. Weinstein. Harvey Weinstein. I know how to pronounce Harvey, fucking stupid internet. Man. Wait, it's not Weinstein, it's Weinstein. Harvey Weinstein. Weinstein. Uh, yeah, we see this time and time again with athletes, uh, politicians, uh, Gian Gomeshi. Uh, Weinstein. <laughs> <laughs> that is going to be stuck in my head for the rest of my life. And this isn't, uh, yeah, this is just something people, Harvey Weinstein. Weinstein. People in positions of power will always get a free pass to be sociopaths. Well, a temporary free pass because like Bill Cosby, eventually someone will bring it up and it'll be like, oh yeah, he touched like 60 girls when they were asleep. Yeah, but Cosby did that shit for like 60 years and now he's like, what, 95? So he's still got a pretty full life. Maybe they were just waiting until he couldn't throw a punch anymore. Oh, you fucking... Well, did a, like <laughs> Weinstein's not looking so, so Weinstein. hot these days. Yeah, uh, he's also looking. Anyways, not he's, he fit. just got outed from his own company. Yeah, he got dismissed from shit, his own company. Shit canned. And it's basically. Hey, you uh, haven't done any accents yet this episode. You want to oh, throw I one haven't. in there for good measure? Uh, uh, I'm trying to think of. Don't. I'm not going to do a Weinstein. Um, accent because we all know what that is and and th- that Jew- that people has the Jew- they've, they've taken it the Jew- Jewish yeah they the don't Jewish need me to dogpile on they they don't 
They've been kicked enough. Yeah, plus I heard oh, it you, would be at least ten times more offensive than your Chinese Do you want to hear an anecdote about how in real life I was doing an accent and I probably hurt somebody's feelings? Would love to. Was it but your Chinese hilarious. accent? No, it was Australian slash New Zealand because sometimes you can tell them apart and sometimes... You can always tell them apart. It's like Canadians and Americans, sort of. Can you? That's the okay. same. So anyways, I was at work and this guy's like... Hey, uh, is this the shipping department? And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, okay, I got something to drop off. And I'm like, just back in there. He's like, I got back in there. I got a 53-foot trailer. And I'm like, well, everybody else backs in here. And he's like, okay. And then he walks away. And then I go back to what I'm doing. And he comes back. Yeah, I can't back in here. I got a 53-foot trailer. And I was like, Jesus, all right. I'll fucking basically break the law and unload you on the road. So I go and I unload him and I come back. And then I'm telling my friend who I work with, my coworker, and we're making fun of his accent. The guy's like, yeah, you should go back to driving school. And I was like, well, maybe in Australia they focus more on dodging kangaroos than taking corners. And we're laughing. And I was like, yeah, it's really hard to drive these 53-foot trailers when they don't have a kangaroo guard on them. And then we laughed. And the guy came around the corner. He's like, Oh, hey, uh, I need you to sign this paperwork. And then I was like, whoa, shit. He totally just heard me. And I didn't want to bring it up. I didn't want to be like, sorry, I was making fun of your hilarious accent. Do you actually have kangaroo guards <laughs> on your trucks in Australia? I was like, I'll just let this go. And then he walks away and... Yeah, so that's where he could have he could have done to lighten the mood. He was clearly an Australian and not a Kiwi because a Kiwi would have laughed at themselves. Yeah, and you know what's the funniest thing of people with accents when they do American accents? Because I also work with this Irish guy, and we'll make fun of his accent, and he'll be like, "You guys don't understand how funny your accent is to me." And we're like, "Okay, do an accent." He's like, "Oh golly gee," and we just fucking <laughs> when die. They do the, yeah. <laughs> That you like the Clint Eastwood. Or oh my whatever. god! If you know a person with a British accent, make them do an American accent, and you will laugh forever. Some of them are pretty good. Yeah, like the guy from Walking Dead. What? Uh, Rick, Rick. Rick Grimes. Rick Grimes. Yeah, or what's his face? I'm uh, Rick Grimes, bitch. Sexy Archie from the Sexy Archie show. Australian. Australian. But does a pretty good. Uh, yeah. Hey. Um, I'm a sexy dreamboat, aren't you? I'm did American. You, did you know I played acoustic guitar? I live in Riverdale. Okay, now hey, we're going British. Guess what we're not going to do? Talk about this giant fucking scar right in the center of my forehead. Does he have one? How have know. you not seen that? It's like a third eyebrow, but it's a scar. Is it like cosmetic? Or like I think do they add just, it for the purpose no, of the show? No, it looks like when he was a kid, he fucking... Fell out of off of a kangaroo face first. And trampoline, got a actually. Ah, trampoline. Trampoline. Other things that bounce. All right, we're done here. Hey, we? thanks for tuning in. Yeah, it's been great. Um, uh, to episode twenty, Julie. Uh, I hope this returned us to our previous form. Why did she? Uh, uh, like, she say we were. Oh, good? she was. She was ripping on our last episode. What the mad pooper episode? Yeah, I know. We talked about someone pooping. Hopefully, like we didn't have audio troubles uh, this time around. If we did have audio troubles, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, because we, we don't know how to fix it, so it's either not do the podcast or have audio troubles. We don't know how to fix it, and we make zero money for this and invest our time in it. So I don't. I don't care that much if you guys are dissatisfied. Yeah, and I just sweat for an hour with a red face, so I'm not going to do that again. <laughs> 
<laughs> Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Feel Thanksgiving. free to tell us what you are not thankful for. Uh, you can tweet us at Outrage Facts Pod or at me personally at Herder. Or me on the Twitter machine at SuperDaleBot. We're on Facebook. We're on Patreon. We are on... Uh, I'm on Instagram Stitcher. at DaleBot. You're what, Deke? Deke with, with three E's. E's. Fuck, my social media handles are awful. That's something that I'm definitely not thankful for. Go stuff your fat face with turkey or turkey substitute. Don't dip forget it, the stuffing. Dip it in some Szechuan sauce. Yeah. Uh, and we will see you guys next week. Yes, we will. Because Derek is not rich and famous and going anywhere anymore. So you're stuck with us all the time now. Stay angry. Terry Folds Grab my f-